At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good morning, Roxy Soxy. Good morning, Tam Tam. What an adventure it has been. <laughs> I mean, nonstop, right? How's the mountain life? Um, we were supposed to do this the other day because um, I was supposed to be in a hotel a day ago. <laughs> I got stuck in a snowstorm. How was that? Oh, yeah. You didn't have the snow tires, did you? No. Roxy, you have no idea. Okay, so there's a pass. So where we are, to explain where everyone is, we're driving from um, Los Angeles up. We were driving up to Montana, and now we're driving to South Dakota. So what we're doing is we had to go to Jackson Hole. We didn't have to go, but apparently Jackson Hole is really amazing, and it is. It's like kind of like a mini veil, like Vail of Colorado. Oh. I don't know if you've been there. I've never yeah. been, so I'm not like a mm-hmm. snow person at all. <laughs> and so we get to this little town called uh, Teton. I, I keep saying Teton or Teton. Yeah, um, the Tetons, like where the Tetons are. Mm-hmm. So we get there and before that is a little town called Driggs and we're going from Driggs to Jackson and there's a pass from Driggs to Jackson mm-hmm. it's a small little road and it's a nighttime so we're like you know what we've been driving it's like it's icy out but it's not snowing everything should be fine Roxy it is fucking vertical cliffs on both sides in the <laughs> ice in the dark and it starts snowing and our car gets stuck going <laughs> up the mountain and we could not move the car <gasps> I actually thought for the first time probably I've had a couple of near-death experiences, but I was like, this, this is going to be it. This, we're going to die in this little overpass from Driggs to Jackson Hole. And so we had to turn around. And you had to go all the way back? We had to go all the way back to Driggs. <gasps> and then we, and everything, we called about 20 people. Yep. And we're like, hey, are you open? They're like, no, it's not the season. So we had no, it was going to be a Motel 6 mm-hmm. and that was it. And I was worried that a Motel 6, what I'd heard is like, there could be bed bugs. In a Motel 6. <laughs> You're like that and the COVID risk is not worth I'm it. Like This is not it. So we were driving and then I saw like a mirage, like in the um, middle of the desert, I saw this little light on that said vacancy. And there was this tiny little motel and I ran in. I was like, do you have vacancy? Do you? And she was like, yes, we have one room. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) just like the movies. (laughs) But what have you been doing since you're not been in the snow? God damn it. I'm like, when is this never going to? So basically, you know, it's it's been crazy over here in L.A. I, you know, my husband actually recently started going back to his office. He's yeah. the only one in the office. So it's right. just him. But it's like his escape. So I'm left oh. juggling homeschool and work and three dogs, one w- that wants to kill the other two. Of and so, so, you know, it's just always like a three ring circus here. So I was like, literally, when I, you know, we had the, our recording set up for today. I'm like, can we please do it right? Like right after. After my husband gets home, I'm like, because I need to be saved. And literally my um, getting ready today um, was comprised of me throwing a blue sweater on top of my pajamas and throwing on a red lip. 
Here we go. Oh my God. I'm ready. Yeah. I don't need <laughs> underwear. I'm like, have I changed my underwear? It's so hard because I feel like, you know, even on this road trip, there is, yeah. I mean, if you can, if I turn my computer around, you'd see there's no escapes. I went to the toilet. I said that I needed to go to the bathroom for a very long time, which I didn't, but just to sit on the toilet. And so I could do some fucking emails. Like people were like, why are you not responding to me? And it's like, the reason I'm not responding to you is because every two seconds, my child is asking for water or this or this or attention or can she do this or mommy mommy mommy. I I wanted to record today in the car both of them were saying mommy so many times that it's that game of like if you drink and you'd be dead by the time (laughs) if you drank every time someone said mommy but literally Roxy it was just like mommy 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 and to the point where I don't want to be a mother who explodes but I have on this trip yeah Loaded a few times because you get to a breaking a, a breaking point and a brink of your tolerance level, and also like you're like a pressure cooker, and at yeah. some point your limbic system gets so high, so high, so high, and then you just explode. Well, I was going to ask you, I'm like, how has, okay, like, I know it's been very picturesque according to your Insta story. No, it hasn't. Oh if you've been looking at my Insta stories, you see I'm drinking wine with cork in straight, the wine. Yeah, like, straight out of the bottle. I'm like, okay, I'm like, yes. so how many times have you thought about um, homicide on this trip? You know, it's funny because, you know, we've, we've been gone for a month now and the mm-hmm. first three weeks were wonderful because we had an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And so we were set up. So the first week we were at one Airbnb and the second week we were at this other Airbnb, which I loved. It was about an hour outside of Missoula in Montana. And it was nice because we had all our stuff and we had our space. And so when the baby was up at night, one of us would go with the baby. The other person got to sleep. The problem with the road trip situation is also we don't want to do this extravagant. Like we, we budgeting is my middle name. Like I don't want to be spending so much money on this road trip. I think it's smart not to. Mm -hmm. So we are staying at hotels. Like, you know, when they say, would you like a hundred dollars for the extra space? I say no. Because okay. I don't, I, because all every time you do the hundred dollars extra space, extra space, extra space, extra space, you end up spending a thousand dollars for for really not much. So I do try to go. Okay, no, I'm not going to do the extra space. I'm not. But so it does. The problem is by not doing the extra space, something has to give. And by right. giving, it's like a mental state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when you're staying with two little kids and your husband in one room, there's not a place oh to God. like go and like stick your head out the window. I don't know. Like how you yeah, get how do you get away, you know? I mean, we've been pretty, like I said, the first, the first three weeks were actually pretty amazing. Cause it, even the other day before we left on this trip, like we both did face masks. We were watching, you know, the news together. Mm-hmm. We fell asleep, like intertwined. Like it was actually pretty magical. It was really good for our relationship. We were talking so much cause there was a fire. It was like, oh my God, this is, this is wonderful. Again, I use that word limbic system. Our limbic system had come down cause I feel like LA is very stressful, but then you put four of us in one room. And I do find that most of this trip has been packing and unpacking. Yeah. It takes three hours to fucking get out of the room. It takes three mm-hmm. hours to get back in the room, you know, to dress the kids takes 45 minutes to leave. So we haven't yeah. done as much on this road trip as I've wanted to, because it just mm-hmm. takes so much time to do anything, you know? And that's why I think sure. RVs are a good idea, but then RVs come with their own, you know, problems like sucking poo from the toilet and also snow like if you're on the snow and you're skiing like us you don't want to do that with a really heavy vehicle so (sighs) you know there's pros and cons to that but i think we'll remember this the shit parts and all 
Yeah. And then once you get to like a warmer climate, it should be like a little more manageable yeah. because you are headed to Texas eventually. Correct. I know. My so home like, state. Yeah, I know. We're going to go to Austin for like a month so or so, um, mm-hmm. which I'm, you have to tell me like what to do and where to go. Yes. It's, 80, it's 80 degrees. So I don't know. My body's it is. not going to be used to it. I think we're going to make a margarita drinker out of you yet. Oh, I'm, I love margaritas. Okay, good. Well, why don't you drink them with me? I know. I stopped drinking, and then now that I drink again, I'm like, why did I do that? See, I love it. I love it because you've gone to zero, from zero to 60. You were like, for six months, I'm not drinking at all. I now I, I look, and you're drinking straight out of the bottle. I straight oh with God. a cork in the bottle, and I gave Phoenix that night, last that, that dinner two nights ago. She had carrots and pirate booty for dinner, and Lennon had... <laughs> cereal that she was pouring on the carpet the whole time I was like they said they had a really good COVID policy they don't let anyone in the room for a week and a half <laughs> they scrub it down twice they go in hazmat suits it's a true story so I felt really comfortable yeah I was like oh god but now she's eating off the floor but I think I think we're okay you gotta just go with it right it's like mom life it never it never and it's like you don't just can't plan the punches you just can't plan it you know you can't do it would you do so I know that COVID is spiking right now Mm -hmm. everywhere. And so that has really made me worried. And I also don't want people um, who follow our road trip to think that we're being careless because we're being really careful about every step that we take. And, Mm -hmm. and we're not like, you know, the only two restaurants we've eaten in, we've made like with cold before and see like their real COVID policy and like Mm -hmm. how they're really doing things. Cause you can't eat outside when it's freezing outside, you know? But we're not going into toy store. We're not doing any of that stuff. So I, I really urge people to be as careful as they can. Mm-hmm. But I know that's spiking in Los Angeles, too. So, like, how are you guys feeling about it? So, you know, it's just it's kind of crazy because it's sort of thrown a wrench into our, you know, holiday travel plans because we already sort of um, we were going to go to see my husband's family in Boston for Thanksgiving, you know, pre-COVID and everything for Thanksgiving. And then so we canceled that. Um, You're like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> so no no east coast for us for thanksgiving and then we were going to go to texas to dallas where i'm from to visit my family i know i really want to but now apparently i mean according to the news the the number one covid state texas. right now is texas mm-hmm. and the it numbers, is dallas it's not austin but it is dallas yeah, yeah it's dallas and the numbers are spiking and so um also in california i keep hearing i mean by the time this runs we might already be back in lockdown but mm-hmm. there is like a prospective lockdown that might happen and then a friend was also telling me today that they're going to issue some sort of a um like a travel like if you uh, a quarantine like a quarantine once you come back into california for two weeks oh my gosh so i'm just like oh my god <laughs> we're, never, right? we're never leaving i'm like oh my god what are we it's like keeping us in so now like that definitely changes everything for us for the holidays you know and i was talk- talking to my husband and you know i'm saying you know my parents are getting older i know like, I, really I think that to too be, right and it's like i haven't seen them since february i mean i have seen my one of my sisters more recently when she and her husband came out to um california this summer but i just you know it's like you miss that time with them and that's like time you can't get back especially when they get to be older like that yeah. i mean how long is you never yeah. you never think about I don't know if you think like this, but Mm -hmm. I do. And it's probably not a good trait, but I'm like, ah, that won't happen to me. You know, like you hear, you know, oh, you know, someone passing, like a parent Uh, passing away and they never got to say goodbye. And you're like, ah, that'll never happen to me. Or you're like, ah, that'll never, you know, it's kind of that thing. And I, I think it's because 
we're probably so afraid that something's going to happen to us that it's almost like we don't even want to tread down that water. And so we're just protecting ourselves. Like right. it's not going to happen to you. And I right. remember the, I, I said goodbye to my parents at the airport last mm-hmm. November. So it's been a year. The kids <gasps> haven't seen them since oh last gosh. August. Oh, since they were in town? Since they were in no, town? since we were in Australia. <gasps> and since we last saw them was last so the kids saw them last August, so a year and okay. three months ago. I saw them in November, so it was about a year ago. And I was just really stressed. I was like premenstrual and I was at the airport and mm-hmm. they like fucked up my ticket on the way back because I was supposed to fly with someone. And then that friend who's no longer a friend because <laughs> she literally just ditched me and I was like, I'm flying a lot and I don't like flying anyway. And Phoenix was with me and she was like, I had paid her to come on the trip like as an assistant type thing just to help yeah. me out because I had Phoenix and I was working. So she was going to help with Phoenix. So anyway, so I had to fly back and I didn't like to fly anyway. And we didn't get the, the seats that we wanted. So we were right in the back of the plane and you know, I don't like flying. That's where it bumps a lot. So I was just really stressed and I was at the airport and I was just like in such a state and I was so anxious and I was so PMSing and I was just such an asshole to my parents. Like not directly to them, but just like, mm-hmm. I was just shitty, you know? Yeah. And then I just was like, okay, bye. I love you. I love you. And then I cried. Cause you know, I always cry at the airports cause I do, I, they're everything to me. Yeah. And then I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I don't want that to like, I, I hope I get like, I don't even want to say it out loud, but I don't want anything to happen. And then mm-hmm. now I don't get to see them. Like I have to see them again, you know? And right. that's why it's so important the way you say goodbye. Like even when I fucking hate, I can't say this. My husband will be like, do that. But even when I'm having a terrible fight with my husband, yeah, which doesn't happen. Like we don't have terrible fights, but like a disagreement or like a, a, a like a bicker. Yeah. And he walks out the door. I always say, I love you because I don't ever want to like, it's probably because I'm so selfish. I don't want to like live with the guilt. <laughs> I don't want to live with the guilt that like, what if something happens and I didn't mm-hmm. say I love you? Well, you know what? You know what too? Like even so- going to bed, like you don't know, oh, yeah. like somebody could die in the middle of the night. Like, I feel like that's less likely. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to bed, you asshole. <laughs> I know. Wait, do you guys do that? I mean, we definitely go to bed mad at each other sometimes. I can't sleep. Really? Yeah. So you guys have to talk it out like that night? Yeah. And sometimes we've had, you know, in COVID, we've had disagreements that have lasted a couple of hours just about nothing. You know, you're just you're stuck yeah. with each other and you're exhausted and your 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 nerves are fried. And so right. you're just having this conversation that goes in a circle. I notice with us that when we get into these bickering, it's like it's a habit and it's a circle and it keeps going. It can go for days. And then yeah. when we break the circle, it's like we're normal again. Right. And we can be fine for weeks, but once we get in that circle, it's hard to break. But some you, you both have to break it. But I realize that the best thing to do is say how you're feeling. Yeah. Instead it's of just, like keep blaming other people or blaming your spouse or whatever. What's that thing you always tell me? You say like I instead of saying like you fucked up, like how do you say it? How do you say it? You're, you're supposed to okay. say, okay. So Roxy, when mm-hmm. you ate the last piece of apple pie, uh-huh. it made me feel hurt because I felt like you didn't care about me. And that made me feel bad about myself, even if that wasn't your intention. Next Mm -hmm. time, if you're going to eat the last piece of apple pie, can you let me know? Or maybe we can share it. Or maybe I I would love to give it to you, but just say that it wasn't because you didn't care about me. (sighs) And then if I said that to you, you'd be like, oh, okay, sure. No problem. But if I said to you, hey, Roxy, you're, you're such an asshole. Like you took the last piece of apple pie. Like you're an asshole. What's wrong with you? Uh-huh. Like you can't like, you can't help yourself. Like you need to eat so much that like you need to eat the last piece of apple pie. Like you're just such a selfish person. Now what 
part of that argument. It's the same thing that you felt. Right. What is someone going to respond to and what is someone not going to respond to? Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. You're right. But I do like sometimes that back and forth a little bit (laughs) where I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so you get off on the drama. I mean, a little bit. I think too, just from being like cooped up nonstop, like twenty four seven, and not being able to do anything, and like being on this verge of another possible lockdown. I mean, <laughs> I know. But listen, I totally believe this. You might disagree, okay. but I believe that we cannot have an economy until we figure out COVID. We can have small pieces of the economy and then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden it'll spike again. We'll stop things again. We can't, the kids can't go back to school. We can't be making the money we're supposed to be making. We can't be traveling unless we deal with the situation. Australia has had zero cases in 13 days. They had one of the strictest COVID policies ever. You couldn't even go from state to state. So if if your family Mm -hmm. was in Melbourne and you lived in Sydney, Uh Melbourne's an hour away. You couldn't even go to that state. They locked everything down. If you were going on the border and you're like, oh my gosh, my, my, my husband or my father's dying. I need to, they wouldn't even let you in the border. So you couldn't even go to like a funeral or what have you? Nothing, nothing. They locked everything down. When you get off the plane, Uh the Qantas people, that's what I've heard. They take you into a hotel. They escort you. They Uh lock the door. And for two weeks, you are not allowed to leave that room. (gasps) Wow, so that's really strict. Zero to 13 days of nothing. Wow, so that's really how they kicked it in the butt. Like oh, they yeah. really nailed it. it down. See, here's the thing. And I totally, and I'm a you know firm believer in like science and everything. And like, yeah, definitely like getting, you know, nipping it in the bud. My only problem though with that is too, is the mental health of people. Because I know being cooped up for a lot of people is really like wearing on them. And I've, I've heard that some of these totally. like domestic abuse cases and oh, child yeah. abuse cases have gone up since this lockdown because people are stressed they don't know how you know they lose their jobs they don't know how they're going to make money not that there's any excuse for abuse at all ever but um but yeah no i've heard so it's kind of like one of those things where i don't know if you have to try to like balance it if we did i I believe we should have done it properly the first time nine months in eight months in if we just fucking locked everything down for three three weeks even where you could not leave your house for three weeks we could be living in a much different place right now yeah it could have been just sacrifice three weeks of our lives to not leave the house Mm -hmm. our kids could be in school yeah wouldn't that be the dream we could be going to bars roxy i know oh we could be dancing on tabletops right now i mean this is what we're missing out we're missing out on like you know we don't even know how good we had it before you know at this point i feel like i know like it seems like it really hasn't been that long since like the beginning of the year but it feels like a lifetime ago you know, talking about not missing out. Um, uh-huh. Have you tried? Have you put into practice the thermescence from uh, Miss from Miss Elisa uh, uh, Vidi? Do you remember the thermescence through your sex drive? You're supposed to. <gasps> oh <laughs> yes, Miss Elisa Vidi. Thermescence. I don't even think I'm saying it right, but my every time I say to my husband thermescence, he's like, "Ah, oh, that word." <laughs> He's like, erase it from your vocabulary. Um, that word. <laughs> no, that was okay. Wait, no, no, it was called. What was it called? Her uh, um, infradian cycle, right? 
That's right, his cycle. The so the thermescence, or I'm saying the word wrong, is when the plateau, right? No, it's when you is think. It? So before you have sex, okay. you're meant to mentally prepare yourself for having sex that lasts mm. at least an hour or something. But like you can't just like you know, say, let's have sex and jump into it. So there has right. to be like a lead up because she says that your whole body starts to open and like receive sexual pleasure when you start to actually get in the mood mentally. So oh. that's something called thermescence. Your body starts to like wake up. Okay. And then what starts to happen is then when you start to have sex, it feels good from the start. Mm -hmm. And then you're supposed to do that orgasmic plateau, which is get to like a six, a seven, then you go down to a two, then a seven, then a two, then a seven, then a two, then a seven, then a two. And then once you get to an orgasm after 20 minutes, she said oh yeah that's right she did yes yes um so the thermescence like that <laughs> so so that is when we start talking a little bit like in the morning like she said that right yes, started yes, talking yes. in the morning and like yes, kind yes. of get each other excited a little yes. bit yes. uh no we haven't been doing that because yeah, we've been like, I, that thing, no. <laughs> yeah. we have not been doing that have you been doing that Listen, there's only the two of us in a room all the time. <laughs> so yes, I would say that I do believe it works. Okay. Um, yeah, I really, I, and I don't think, because I, I do know I'm susceptible to, um, you know, feelings when people say, oh, you know, you look really sad and then I start to feel sad. It must be the actor within me. So like, yeah. it's almost like I can tell myself I feel really good and make myself feel really good. Uh -huh. I don't think it's that I actually think it works. And I've had like some of the best experiences since that podcast. Oh, <gasps> really? Mm -hmm. So you've really like implemented what she said. Yeah, I have a, a stopwatch and I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 it's 18 minutes. It's 18 minutes. Gotta wait till 20 minutes. <laughs> but wait, how is this working out in the hotel room with all four of you? The There's no sex room? in hotel rooms for now, <laughs> um, but the Airbnbs. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Very nice, very nice. So once the kids are down, it's it's game time. It's game time. 20 it's minutes though is a, is a long time to try to find Yeah, out. 20 minutes is a long time. How... But like for the guy, I'm just trying to like, <laughs> I'm like, why are we worried about that part, Roxy? No, like, we're do not. We need to no. talk? Like, no, look. but you know, how like Sting does that like tantric sex or whatever. Like, yeah. how do guys maintain that level? Like, I feel like guys get like excited, you know? And so it's like, how do they maintain that it's without like blowing their load? Yeah. But it's almost like, you know, you have to have self-control and then you mm -hmm. stop and you start and you stop and you start and you stop and you start. But right. But I think it's probably just a practice like everything else is, you know, it's just a practice of 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 trying to keep your mind and your body like, you know, not like in sync. You right. Know? Like kind so, of keeping it like but you must try it. Why what's happening? You're you not having any sex over there in the this week. The Manning household is not feeling sexy times this week. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the in the um grips of, you know, coming to terms with the fact that we're probably not gonna be leaving again through the end of the year. <laughs> Is that, that what they're saying? Because I've been gone. Well, so is that what they're really saying? I mean, I think what they're saying is, I mean, it could change by the time this airs, but I believe they're saying another four to six week sort of quor full quarantine. Again. What does that mean in LA? I mean, I think it means, well, if they're, if they're talking, if the friend is right, something, the travel ban would be like a two weeks, so I guess what they're doing in Australia, like a two week, once you come into the borders of California, like a two week 
cur- you know, uh, sorry, not curfew, a um, quarantine, um, you know, shutting things down again, shutting down restaurants, shutting down, you know, businesses. So I think it could go back into like possibly what we were seeing in March and April of this year, which is to go and it's like walks outside and that's right, 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 right. And so it's just like for me, it's so hard to like kind of wrap my head around that and to feel because I think for me too, sex, like I have to feel like optimistic and sort of happy and good, you know, (laughs) I like to have depressed sex all the time. I'm like, the world is ending. Please lay on top of me. <laughs> Maybe I should try that. Maybe I should just totally Every time change I'm depressed, my I want to have sex. I just need someone really? to make me feel better. Yeah. Maybe I should like do that. Maybe that is a good technique oh, to try. So right for your um. That's what uh. That's what Elisa said. Um, mm-hmm. She said that it's really good for um serotonin. Oh, it's really good for your brain and for your skin okay. and for your mood and to feel optimistic. So, so it feels it brings you back up like yes, a little bit, right? No pun intended. Yes. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. And how long are you up for? Yeah. <laughs> Probably just a day, just to start all over the next day. <laughs> Until you hear this, mommy. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. I just keep saying, like, please don't get pregnant. Please don't get pregnant. Please don't oh my get God, pregnant. Can you match out a road trip? Like, don't. I might be. I mean, I always say I might be. <laughs> You're like, there's nothing stopping it from happening, right? Okay, mm-hmm. talking about, I want to talk about someone who is probably not going to have kids anytime soon because he's <laughs> only 26. Okay, who, who? But did you see Harry Styles' Gucci dress um, on the cover of US Vogue? Oh, yeah. She, he, I kind of like, I like this, like Harry, uh, Harry Styles doing this like gender bending style. I think it's like fresh and cool and different. What do you think? You know what I think? I think that we have, you know, even us who yeah. aren't in our 20s, right. get food, you get food, you get spoon fed uh-huh. what's right and what's wrong and what's right. different and what's not different and what's, you know, acceptable and what's not acceptable and what's pretty and what's not pretty. Mm-hmm. You get spoon fed that our whole lives and like society mm-hmm. keeps telling us what's okay and what's not okay. And I don't know if he's saying like, Oh, I like to wear women's clothes. I think what he's, and, and, and if he did, that's amazing too. Yeah. I think what he's saying is like, why, why do we make these beautiful things and say, well, only women can wear them? And why do we mm-hmm. have pink and say only women can do that? And why, you know, you know, Lennon wears blue all the time and everyone calls her a boy. But it's like, why do we associate blue with boys? Like, when did that even happen? Like, when right. did we get so molded to the idea that all these gender biases were like the right thing and okay so like even look at like why do we even look at the vogue magazine the cover of vogue mm-hmm. with him in a dress on it and go oh that's weird why do we even think that how mm-hmm. was that even implemented you know that's a good that's a good point because it's like you know i could you can't you don't even i mean i can't even recall when in my memory i learned that like pink and frills and you know feminine you know what what is perceived as feminine um is what i should be wearing as a girl you know per se and why you know men should be wearing what is perceived to be masculine it's really interesting how that has been indoctrinated in us you know way from way back from way back but i think it is i think it is really cool and you know what else he says too which i think is cool i 
think he kind of doesn't say one way or another about his sexuality, um, which who cares anyway? Yeah, like either says, way, what does it matter? Yeah, what does it matter exactly? And I think that that is so refreshing. You know, kind of along with this, you know, who else I really like? Who sort of like throws the gender rules out the window is Jason Momoa. He wears pink all oh, yeah. the time, and yeah. he wears scrunchies in his hair, and I love that. I'm like, why can't men wear pink and wear scrunchies and you know, or wear a skirt if they want? Like, and why can't women wear pants and wear blue and you know, shave their head and whatever it is? You know, it's like let people be. But I do. I like this. I think it's really refreshing, and I think it's really cool that Vogue took that step and put him on the cover. You know, well, I remember. I think back in the day when he started to do this, I'd heard that like he's people around him were like, you know, just be careful, don't do it. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like the Ricky Martin thing. Ricky yeah. Martin was so was closeted gay. for yeah, so he was long. Gay. Yeah. And so and and what does that do to you mentally when <sighs> you feel like you cannot be who you are because of mm-hmm. why? Because you feel like your female fans won't like you if you don't want women. Like there's so many I would say actors that I know mm-hmm. personally who are on film and on TV who are gay and yeah. they don't come out as gay because they're worried about their female base. And yeah. so I think what he's doing is like letting people accept themselves. There's so many people that he has saved by doing mm-hmm. this because people now look at him and go, oh, men look at him mm-hmm. or girls who want to dress in boys clothes or whatever, look at him and go, okay, he's one of the most beautiful, talented interesting, smart, young talents Mm -hmm. out there. And if he's doing it, then it's okay for me to do it too. And I'm not so strange as what the world would say that I was. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know for me, like growing up, I mean, to like a smaller degree, but I was a tomboy. Like I didn't wear skirts. I didn't wear dresses. I didn't even want to wear them, you know? So for him, and I know a lot of little boys growing up feel, you know, paint their nails and wear skirts and want to play with dolls. And it's like, that should all be fine. You know, that should all be fine. It should be like, do what is right for you or do what you want to do. You're not hurting anybody. You know, you're only hurting yourself if you can't be yourself. You yeah. know, my daughter wanted to be, and she was, she wanted mm. to be um, Venom for ha- Halloween because mm-hmm. she just loves all the boy stuff. And she's always like to me, like, why, why are all the boy superheroes so cool? And I know that girl superheroes are cool now, but they didn't used to be, you know what I mean? Right. I don't think that like, there's obviously a new range of, of all these kick-ass superheroes um, and like movies being made about women superheroes. And that's great. But like, she was like, you know, I want to be Venom. Like, why can't I be Venom? And I'm like, of mm-hmm. course you can. You can you can dress any way you want to. But I think when this all happened, I think people did, you know, it, it, you can also, you also have to understand people who don't, haven't seen this a lot in their lives. And we mm-hmm. can't judge people who don't understand this because they've never been around it. My mom always used to say like, how can you judge someone who, doesn't know about Christ, if the person lives in Mm -hmm. a small, tiny little town, has never got out of the town and Christ was never mentioned. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you just know? You know, we can't put people down who don't understand. But now, because more people are doing it, now it's up to them to try to understand. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And thankfully, we have, you know, resources, more resources now. And like people like like Harry Styles will put himself out there and, you know, dress how he wants to dress without, you know, worrying about the backlash, you know. So I think that that's great. I think that's great. You know, you know what else we can do? Apparently, um, we can listen to his music. Um, 
like into our bodies. Did you hear about that? Wait, what? No, tell me. Okay, so there's this article that came out that said they're not going to, you're not going to need, you're not going to need earphones anymore. You're going to be able to have music like projected into your cells (gasps) so you can actually like hear the music in your brain, in your head without using earphones. (laughs) Wait, that is kind of a trip. Not going to lie. I know. It kind of weirds me out because I feel like it's really invasive. Like, that means, like, what else can people are put, put in your body? You know what I mean? Like, what other information can they put in your body or extract from you? You know? Does that freak you out? Yeah, I... I... It's funny. My mom said, like, you know how, mm-hmm. Adam, uh, you know, Eve took a bite of the apple, mm-hmm. right? And everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. What devices are we all on? Ugh. Shit. Apple. <laughs> That's no. true. The apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the bite taken out of it. <gasps> oh, I've not really ever thought about that. I know. My, my mom's like, if if the world is going to end, it's probably going to be through technology. <gasps> That's Think a good about it. Think point. about all the technology. Think about all these advances that are going to happen and like robotic right. technology and how maybe humans could become obsolete because at some point, you know, you don't ever have to go speak to someone at the bank. You just have a robot there. Oh, you don't Lord. need someone to yeah. serve you food. You can have a robot serve you food. Robot yeah. can cook you food. Robot can cook you food. Robot can work in a factory. Robot can work in a lot of different businesses. Your mind is like going, I know. Oh no. We- <laughs> Next week we'll next week we'll have our robots in in place of us for the podcast. I feel like technology is moving so fast, and it it really does scare the shit out of me because, I mean, I'm pretty savvy, tech savvy, but even Mm. I'm like, okay, there's a lot going on that even I don't know about. Right, right. And what about like the whole Big Brother thing too? Do you believe that like with all of these technological advances and like all this technology that's happening, do you feel like Big Brother is watching us through all of these devices and like through all these like satellite? Okay. Oh my God, it's been proven. I mean, that that um, that uh, documentary. uh, So is it called Social? Yeah, the social dilemma. Social dilemma on Uh Netflix Mm -hmm. um, talks about the fact that all your data, everything about you, even when you talk gets picked up. So what happens is like, like, for example, the other day I said to Sean, I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I would love to get Phoenix a new bike Mm -hmm. for the next five days. I was getting bike ads on my phone, on my computer, on our radio, which is so strange. Cause I'm like, how is the radio now being tailored to what I said to my husband in a private conversation? Your phones are absolutely listening to us. Isn't that crazy to us? Absolutely. They are. Try it out. Literally say something to David tonight about something very specific. Like, oh my Uh gosh, I want to get a pink flamingo for Bray. Say it a few times. Uh Pink flamingo ads will start to come up. I'm going to say a big cock ring. <laughs> I know. And see what happens. <laughs> I don't know about the X-ray. Big stuff, cock ring. <laughs> you might have to go into a porn site and then on the porn site it's like, <laughs> I know that your preferences are big cock rings. <laughs> this is your section. <laughs> this is your part. This is your- I've chosen <laughs> suggestions for you. And I'll have all the cock ring ones. All the cock ring videos. <laughs> I bet, I bet it will. I mean, I... Like, I, you know, pornography is fine to a certain extent, like, for certain people. I think when you start to go... When it starts to become less of a, like, 
novelty and it becomes like an addiction or something you're thinking about. That's just all the time, all the time, right? Yeah. It's getting darker and deeper and what you need to be sexually satisfied gets Mm -hmm. worse and deep. Then I, for me that I I don't find that stuff healthy. Right. And if it it makes your partner like upset or it's like, you know, abusive in some way, then that's no bueno. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. We have to have like a yeah. There's got to be. But you know, some if you're in Vegas, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just won like you know, a hundred grand on slots, yeah, and it's like the thirty nine dollar ninety nine video that you literally watched for three point five minutes in yeah. Vegas. It's so dumb. You watch it for like a minute. And I know. Like, the- oh fuck! I just spent forty two dollars. Wait, hold up. How do you know? <laughs> Care oh, to share? Only, only in Vegas, Roxy. Only, in only Vegas. Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens? <laughs> what happens in Vegas does stay in Vegas. Oh. Now, there's like so much going on in the world. There was something I wanted to tell you about. There was a, um, there was this thing. Oh, so talking about social media well mm-hmm. actually i could get really gross here because you know i have this toilet of phobia and yet another article came out about this oh my god. you have a toilet phobia? i have oh my god okay so i used to live i have not heard this i have not told you about my toilet of phobia I've heard about your cockering fantasy. I've not heard about your toilet phobia. How is that possible? Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, seriously, it sucks that I even have to go to the bathroom. Really? You don't like to sit on the toilet? If I am not in my house, I never sit on the toilet. I hang. I always hang. Always hang. Always hang. I have a toilet unphobia. Whereas, like, I could go to the bathroom. I think I went to the toilet in the car when we were driving. (laughs) I eat chocolate. I literally be like, hey, Sean, can you bring me a glass of wine with some dark chocolate? I'm going to be here for a while. You're like, you're like, yeah. you're like, like it's going to take a minute. Can I please have some? Yeah. Can I please get my computer, my oh. wine, a piece of chocolate? He's like, do you want the door shut? I'm like, nah, I'm fine. Oh my God. I literally, I used to live down the street um, in Los Angeles from a store that sold exclusively toilets. Now for somebody like me who has a full-blown toilet phobia, and I don't even know where it came from all i know is my entire life i fucking hate toilet like it just literally the thought of a toilet makes me shudder and so like if i see toilets on tv i have to like turn my head it's kind of like the blood drawing thing that you saw that i did you know when that happened so toiletophobia now this new well it's not new but yet another article has come out that says every time you flush the toilet a huge amount of bacteria flies out of the toilet and like sprays the wall sprays you in the air i'm just like it's a shitty day yeah it's a a super super shitty day talk about the shits yeah geez i mean how do we how do we how do we avoid that though i'm so freaked out by it roxy <laughs> i don't know how old you are but i'm sure you've taken a poop every day of your life for however old that you have been probably when you were younger probably way more poos okay um i believe that for the amount of poos that you've had in a toilet for the amount of days that are in a year for the amount of times that you've shit in a toilet bowl if you are going to get sick from bacteria from the poop bowl you would have had it done by now do you know what i mean like there are things where you go oh yeah that really bad italian like really bad sushi place don't go there because i will get food poisoning and one out of two times you get food poisoning (laughs) most time you poop 
you don't get sick. <laughs> but then you're wearing all the like bacteria that's flown out of the toilet bowl, wearing it all over you. If I then had what? one of those lights, you know, those blue lights uh, yes. in my body. The black lights. Because yes. I have children who poop everywhere and touch things and vomit and sniff and blah, and blah. And my husband who's touching me and like, I, I'm probably covered in white, whatever the bad spots are. Oh my God. Like it would just light up like a Christmas tree, it right? Light up. It would just light up. It would just light up. I mean, I can't, I can't, I just cannot let it go. I, I need to like work on this because I get these things in my head. I don't know if yeah. like people out there are the same way, but I get these things in my head and I just cannot let go of them. Like I'm like thinking oh, about the, really fucking, do you get, get that? really weird. Yeah. I get OCD things in my head that are strange. And even Tori, remember DeVito from, um, from Pretty Little Liars. Yes. She said that she didn't like corners, but I get weird things like, I don't, Sean can't kiss me. I think I told you this. He has to kiss me four times before he leaves. He can't, because if some, if he doesn't yeah. kiss me four, then something bad will happen. <gasps> like I, that stuff like that. Like when uh, I say yeah. goodbye to my mom, I kiss, I do four X's. I like, if she does two X's, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's like, it's, I just always know it's going to be four. Um, I don't like it when Phoenix like says things like, oh, we're going to have an accident. I actually <gasps> make her take it back. And I know that's probably not healthy for her. I just don't like putting stuff into the universe like that. So when my superstitions come, it's more like, it's like a superstition thing rather than like a, a weird touch thing. Yeah. Like a weird touch thing, like yeah. the blood draw and the toilet. No, I'm fine and... with blood. I'm fine with blood. I don't like to take my, my mom. Okay. It was a doctor's um, daughter, like you are. Mm -hmm. And she had, she was really sick when she was really young many times. And so she has like this aversion, aversion to taking medication. Mm -hmm. So I really freak out when I take like anything. Like for example, I didn't take anything from my C-section. I took Advil. How in the hell did you do because that? Because I was more afraid of taking the morphine than I was yeah. of the pain of the C-section. And that is a fucking, C-sections are so painful. Like they're it so the painful. Pain ever, but taking yeah. the morphine made me more scared. Really? So you were like, I'm just going to deal with it. I'm not going to do the drip. I was like, give me more of that drip. Oh my God. Do any of the drip. But I will say <sighs> that my first, I was so morphined out that I yep. really experienced that whole four to five days. No. Oh yeah. That was, you're just so out of it. Yeah. Like, but I wasn't the second one. The second I was really present. You were really present. Pain. Yeah. present. <laughs> pain is a really, it's a really grounding thing, pain. Yeah. Yeah. You really get you into in the moment. You definitely yeah. feel like you're there. Yeah. You're not on a beach in Tahiti. No, you're definitely in the hospital with your stomach cut open. Yeah. Now, yes, I was definitely present for the Oh my God. See, you're a trooper. I just, I couldn't do it. I had to have that pain, yeah. pain medication. I was like, but I keep, I keep too thinking much. about Roxy, like about having another child because I just don't think I'm done with the names. <gasps> What's the next name? Do you already have I the next really one picked out? named James. That's cute. Isn't it? Like now you want to have a baby. Now you're like, have a baby. Yes, I'm like, do it, do it, do it. Don't, don't listen to Sean, just do Ziggy. it. I wanted a boy named Ziggy, but then Ashley um, Simpson just had a, a, a boy named Ziggy Blue and Lennon's middle name's Blue. I was like, that's weird. So I like that. And I also like Whip for boy. I think it's oh, like, how do you spell it? Just W-I-P. Sean likes Whip. Oh, that's cute. I've not heard that, I don't think yet. Who has such a cool boy's name? Have you heard it from somebody or is it like, I think I was watching the news. <laughs> You're so good at politics. <laughs> I was texting all my friends and they like had no idea. And I was like, I'm in the I'm probably on the upper echelon. Like I would say I'm about politics. I'm about like 65 because I had to do everything for getting the, um, 
getting the citizenship, but you, Great. I'd say are about 95. Oh my God. Thank you. That is so nice of you. <laughs> you know what it is? I had a past life that I worked in politics, so I still kind of keep up with it. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's always, it's kind of like Hollywood, you know, it's like, they're both parallel universes. You know, there's a lot of drama. Oh my gosh. I think because this election has really opened my eyes to so much. Mm -hmm. I really want to get involved. I realize like, I really want to be an advocate. I want Mm -hmm. us to like, you know, stand up for what we believe. Just like everyone, you know, I want to be a voice in some way when it comes Mm -hmm. to, you know, helping and getting the word out and just being more involved in all of it. So yeah, you've been really good about it. You've been putting things out there for sure. You know, this, especially this election cycle, I feel like. But I think it was also an eye opener for you. It was an eye opener for all of us, I think, because we've never quite had an election like like the one we've had just recently. So I think for all of us, it's been an eye opener. And I think it's just really important that no matter what side people are on or who they believe in or who they support, that they should vote. You know, that's it. Yeah, I still don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I do. I mean, I get that uh, there's a lot of people who can't vote because they're mm-hmm. under 18. But I do not understand how 70, are they saying 75 million voted for Biden, 71 million as we stand right now voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck are the rest of the people? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that just didn't vote uh, still. I there's think. 300 million people mm-hmm. in the States. Mm-hmm. That is half of America who mm-hmm. did not Vote. Right. That's that still literally vote. their lives are at stake mm-hmm. in, in, in so many ways. Why aren't people voting? Yeah. In, no, in, in Australia, true. you have to vote. Yeah, it's a, it's a law, isn't it? It's a law. Yeah, you have to vote. What happens if you don't vote in Australia? You get fined. You, you get fined. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, I know. I, I almost wish we had a law like that here so people would get out and vote because it's And if important. the answer is like, I don't know mm-hmm. who to vote for, then start to research and educate ourselves on policy. Right. Because honestly, if you don't vote, that is also that's also saying something. Yeah, exactly. It's also a vote. So it's like whether you vote or not, you're still voting. I mean, you're voting in some sense, you know, so it's like it's better to at least control your voice and put it towards who you want it to go towards than to just not vote. And then whoever that benefits, it benefits, you know, so it's always good to do that. And the strong, the most powerful thing that every citizen has is their voice, you know, right. so it's to use your voice and if you make sure you're registered mm-hmm. um, and then get out there and vote. That's what is so important. But I do have to say, I am glad that this election cycle, even though we're still, you know, dealing with a lot right now, um, I'm glad the actual election itself is over and done right. with, you know, can you I can ask a real question that you can because mm-hmm. you know more about this than I do. Why do we have third party ha- I mean, what is the point, like, other than millions and millions and millions of votes being wasted? You know, I think it's people that are put out with the two major parties that have, you know, created these all these other, you know, smaller parties. I mean, it doesn't really do anything. I mean, it's it provides like another outlet for people, but it doesn't 
contribute to the overall no no one's ever won we're just wasting votes right right it is i mean it is i mean ideally it would be great if it wasn't like a two-party system in some ways because then you would get more of you know different people's point of views and things like that but i think that because we have we're so rooted in this country as a two-party system that unless i mean i don't even know what would have to change to make it viable to have like a multiple party system like that but um you know it's just like who we are in america it's it's democrat or republican you know and do you think the electoral system is antiquated you know that's hard to say i mean in some ways i think it is but then it also i i do i see both sides of the coin like um i think it is antiquated because it was you know obviously developed so long ago but it also does give a voice to the smaller states and the places where a lot of these politicians wouldn't go yeah they wouldn't go to campaign they wouldn't stop and like go to these places if they you know didn't have to but because we had the electoral college you know they that these states count you know so they do get to stop you know stop in and and meet these people and meet these citizens so i do think in some ways it's good but you know it is kind of weird to see some uh, like a candidate win the popular vote but then not win whatever the presidency because we didn't because we have the electoral college you know right so maybe it could be a good system because there's 300 million people in the united states there's 30 million people in los angeles Mm -hmm. and los angeles is so is is so populated right so if it was just about the popular vote then a lot of those votes would come from california more than these other places so it kind Mm -hmm. of gives people like a percentage of the of the pie Mm -hmm. it does it does and it like gives like you know it gives these other states on these smaller towns and rural america and like you know middle america like that are not on these in these big cities on the coast it gives them a voice you know so i do see the value in it because you know really everybody should be equal you know like every state every you know so i do see the value in it but it does get a little it's just a little confusing when like i said like when a candidate wins the popular vote but then doesn't win the presidency because of the electoral college you know okay yeah i mean it's it's an interesting system in australia how how is how is it done like how are the elections there i mean it's been a long time i haven't been there for like 16 years Mm -hmm. um but it is it seems to be a simpler process. Like every mm-hmm. single person has to vote and the person who wins the amount of votes wins. Yeah. But you do have to remember that Australia is much smaller mm-hmm. um, than, you know, it's the size of California. So mm-hmm. it's like easier to even the COVID policy that we were talking about, like even the COVID policies, it's much easier to implement in a place that's not so big, you know, right. so it's harder to lock down all of America with 300 million people than it is 30 million in Australia. It's the same thing with, 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 um, elections and policies and you know it's like the gun laws in australia there was a Mm -hmm. huge like a shooting that happened a while back and ever since that happened they literally banned guns Mm -hmm. and that could happen because it was an easier thing to do you know there's 30 million people it was there's you're not allowed to buy a gun in australia Oh, I see. You know what? So, that is yeah. mm, that is one of the things, one of the bright sides of being, you know, sort of locked down in quarantine is that we haven't seen a lot of those mass shootings like we were seeing pre-COVID, you know, where these school shootings were taking place. We're not seeing, knock on wood, we're not seeing a lot of that right now. So, I mean, yeah. at least that's a silver lining to all of this. You know, I mean, I guess you have I to know, kind the of look at The world's a mess right now. And it is. But I do, you know, I... 
you always have to look for that silver lining, like you said, and you always have to look for the hope. And I think in the last year for me, I have found hope in the people uh-huh. and I have been um, just humbled by humans in general. And I have mm-hmm. seen such humanity in the best way come out in the mm-hmm. last year um, and how we can be helpers mm-hmm. um, and how we can look after our neighbors and how we can fight for people mm-hmm. and how we can, you know, lead with love and dignity and gratitude. And I, if there's anything of this time, it's like you, you really learn what a country or a town or a family is made of. It's like when something terrible goes on, you know, you right. always see the helpers mm-hmm. come out and you see, you see the good in people. You also see the bad in people. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year has been horrific and it's also been so beautiful. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what, like you're saying, you know, we are America. Like we go through trials and tribulations in this country. And I still, to, still, I think that we live in the greatest country in the world. I mean, I really do. I still think it, you know, we are who our backbone is, you know, we're strong, um, we're, we're resilient. And, you know, we truly do believe in freedom and liberty, you know, and choice and, you know, being able to, to follow your dreams and live your life. And I do think we will come to terms with things and sort of, you know, come to a place. I'm just hoping for the roaring twenties again, you know, because we had the Spanish flu in 19, 19 then that brought on the roaring 20s and we've got the roaring 20s again hopefully yes. coming up right and you know what don't you want to never talk about the spanish flu again i've talked <laughs> more no. about pennsylvania and the spanish flu in the last freaking year i'm done no more pennsylvania no more spanish flu okay? I, right you're like i know more about the most two overused things that we've talked about I know. Who knew? Who knew that the world would come down to Pennsylvania and the Spanish, and the Spanish flu? flu? That is the title of this episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Well, it's so nice to chat to you. I know. It's been we, a long time since we've done a twofer. I love the twofers. Can we do one um, Never Have I Ever road trip edition since okay, you are on a road Because my children are going to bang in here. And then you're screwed for the rest of the episode. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. All right. Okay. Okay, so and I think you already answered this question. I, know, I think I know the answer. Never have I ever peed in the car on a road trip. Yeah, uh-huh, I have. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, I have. I've never done the other part because I have to Okay, have you so pooped? I've never done that, but I have peed many times in-, in the car. But how do you do it? We have a porta potty, so you just have to like take the little oh. scooper thing out. Come on, you got to go when you got to go. And if you're on the road for 15 hours for like two weeks, you're just gonna go. <laughs> you're like screw it. I would still do the hang out the window or hang out the door trick. You know, with the butt. Like, oh my God. have you done it? So we did. Okay. So earlier this summer, we were doing some road trips sort of up and down the coast. And we st- what we did was we stopped in these random fields, like pulled off the side of the highway and did like a, a nature pee pee. And Bray was like, our daughter was like, oh, my God, can we go like pee in the grass again? This is so fun. So then we came home and all she wanted to do was pee in the backyard, like in the grass. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, I guess that's our new toilet. David was not very happy about that. Oh, He's like killing the grass. All the time. Is that normal? <laughs> I, I mean, I thought it was. Uh, I grew up in the backyard. All the time. <laughs> the time. Like probably once a day. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you're I'm like raising animals, Roxy. I love it. Or are they all? I mean, they're like, kids, no. animals, yeah. same thing. Okay, road tradition. Okay, never okay. have I ever thrown up in a bag. Oh, honey, you know me. I'm the one with the weak. No, not stomach. a night yes. out driving home <laughs> no. like on a road trip. Uh, yes. Hello, you're talking to somebody who like is miss motion sickness. I'm are like, you really? oh my god, yeah. And David, my husband, is like the worst like lead foot driver. So you it's are like. Too. <laughs> What? Excuse me. I got in your car one time. No, that's not true. Second time you were amazing. The first time we were going to sushi. Do you remember? And I was oh like, we're going to die. We're going right. to die right you now were... going to sushi. It's not, the sushi's not that good. It's not worth it. Seriously. It's not that good. You're like, I did not live all these years to die. It's going car. to bad sushi. sushi. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I have. Have you thrown up in the car? Pregnant. Oh. oh, I threw up in trash cans. I threw up in on set. I threw up in handbags. I threw oh up in God. the car. I threw up in, oh, Roxy. I, both my children made me very sick and not just oh. for three months, probably for about five. Oh, so you had it for a longer time. Yeah. It wasn't like Amy Schumer, like that type of thing. Yes. She, was she only had two days where she didn't throw oh up. It wasn't God. like that at all um, or yeah. drips or anything, but I, both of them made me really sick. Oh my God. I had it, I think just right when I crossed over into that second trimester, it ended, but yeah, yeah, it's just not fun. Cause you can't like, you are like dry heaving. It's like not, it's not cute. It's okay. not cute. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. One more. Okay. Never. I think I know the answer to this. Never have I ever on this road trip snuck into the bathroom to have sex with Sean. Never. You have not? No, I've, n- I've never on. had sex in a bathroom. I haven't ever had sex in a bathroom. What? Probably Damn it, you have joined you know the why, You know why? Why? Because my thing, which you didn't know about, is locks. I hate to <gasps> in. You mean like so in I don't the bathroom like door? To, oh my God, it freaks me out. There's, there's a... I, and it's so funny because like I know some listeners will be like, oh my God, I have that phobia too. <laughs> what, but you know, the so, locks where you turn and you can see it going in yeah. the lock, I'm yeah. fine with those locks. Okay. I'm fine with like the push locks. Okay. We, but I'm not fine with the click locks. You know, the ones where you have to click around. I just, yeah. I, it, it really freaks me out. So I've most of the time going to the bathroom, I leave the <laughs> So anybody can stop in? Oh, they do. And I just go, sorry. But I would just rather not feel like I'm trapped. And so if there's like a hole down the bottom, like you can walk down the bottom, mm-hmm. like underneath it, like if you can yeah. go underneath it, not walk, but like go underneath it, then I'm fine. But like, if you can't see the bottom, oh. it's like, you know, the Soho house. So there's really nice yeah. restaurants. Like you have yes. a really fancy restaurant, you have those fucking deadlocks and then you can't get out. <laughs> and I'm like, no, there's no reception in there. Like, no. Oh, Tamman, you can't watch. Have you seen the movie Copycat? Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I don't oh my god, to. no! Don't leave. for me. It's the opposite. So it's not the under the bathroom. It's the over. Like who's gonna come over? Oh, I want them to come over so they can save me if I get locked in. <laughs> what if it's like a serial killer? That's fine. As long as I'm not locked, it's fine. <laughs> You're like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Let's I'll take go. it. I'll take a serial killer over being locked in any day. Like elevators, I still hyperventilate before I get on. I really don't like it. Oh my god! So I shouldn't I jump in the elevator elevators. like the next time I'm in there with you. No, I love to jump fun. in the elevator. Oh my god! I'll be so, I hate. I will never. I'll never get in the elevator with you. Um, I've walked twenty flights of stairs before. Because <gasps> you didn't want to go in the elevator. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we should probably go before my kids come in and everyone thinks I'm such a weirdo that they never watch listen to the show again. <laughs> good plan. Good plan. Yeah. Good plan. <laughs> 
<laughs> my hair is so dry here, by the way. It's so oh my God. Dry. Yeah. No, you know why? Because the air is so dry and it's so thin. It's like that oh. thin mountain air. Can't deal. You have to put extra. Is Dallas better with the air dryness? It's, it, yeah, it's better. Oh. It's much more humid in Texas than it okay. is. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you will be, it'll, it goes from one extreme. You're in like the driest part and you'll go to like the most humid part of our I country. So good. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> You're like, just a little humidity. Uh, it's good. <laughs> well, it's so nice to see you, Roxy. Sassy. I know. It's so good to see you too. I'm glad you're, you're making it through that mountain life. I mean, you were just like making working your way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got it, girl. And guys, listen, subscribe, comment, follow, yes. share, do share all the of podcast, it. do all of it, yes, and tell your follow friends. us on Women on Top Official on Instagram and Women on Top Podcast on Facebook. And I am Tamin Sursa, and I am Roxy Manning, and we are Women, women on.